This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Black and. This is Diana Duwop, and you are listening to the Elijah Bailey Podcast. Thanks for downloading the Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me. Today is another amazing day in podcasting. This is the 272nd episode of the Elijah Bailey Show. And let me start things right. I'm Because the buckety hasn't been here in a while, I, I'm starting things wrong. So, and three, two, one, welcome back to the Elijah Bailey Show. Today is a Bailey Bugle. Now, I know last week I said it was the Bailey Bugle. I was sleep deprived. As you can tell today... My beard is growing back in. I'm looking disheveled. I'm a little tired from the uh, shift last night, but I will I will prevail. So the Bailey Bugle, we're going to do this a little bit different. I always say we're a fast-paced, hot-off-the-presses show for the Bugle, and that today we're going to try to do that shit. <laughs> uh, there's some news I want to talk about. There's some stuff I'm not going to talk about yet. Uh, there's some special episodes we're going to go into shit. The Buckety is watching Loki right now. He is not caught up, so I... I'm going to dabble a little bit into the ending, and then next week we're going to get his take on it, and also Dragon Ball Super. I'm going to dabble into some shit that happened that has uh, that has just pow slapped me in the fucking face, and we need to talk about it and some other things. So uh, let's dive into it. Let's get into the show. So as we normally do on the Bailey Bugle, we dive right into the body shop. So let's let's talk about it. Me and Buck were talking on, uh, if you guys have been watching the stream, uh, we have been doing our Buckety Battles every Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We've been playing Dragon Ball Fighters. And we're talking about what workouts and stuff we're do, doing because we work at the, the same place now, overnights. And um, currently, I think last time that you guys heard us talk, I was talking about rehabbing my knee. I'm back to, uh, I'm on my days off, an hour to 45 minutes minimum of cardio because I walk overnights and I do lifting overnight. So on my days off, I get four days off. I go ahead, well, three and a half. Uh, I do that, come in here right after I'm done, squats, lunges, um, and everything's in reps of 100s, pull-ups, shoulder shrugs, calf raises, push-ups, uh, core work, um, and then 55. So if you don't know what 55s are, 55s you can do with any two exercises you want. Typically, we call these hundreds, and what I mean is you do them in sets of 10 all the way up to 100. The The thing that makes this, 
I don't want to say fun or more interesting that that gives you variety that works the muscles in different different ways is switching up each type of push up or setup or uh squat lunge that you do for that exercise so for the 55s instead of doing 10 and 10 all the way up to 100 you do 10 squats one push up nine squats two push ups eight and three seven and four and you basically switch until you do one squat and 10 push ups equal 55 uh push ups 55 squats so i'm doing all this stuff my knees feeling a lot better uh, my back and stuff is better. My shoulder I had to rehab is better. I always try to check my posture where my shoulders are to see how they look, uh, just to see if there's any alignment issues, if I need to go get lined up or if I need to work on stretching a different way. And then also the, the stretching, the yoga, all that shit is helping immensely. So that's what I've been doing for the body shot. What workouts have you guys been hitting? Uh, I'm, I, the most weight I have ever gained, um, would have to be honeymoon. Like you guys have heard the story before on the show. I went on the honeymoon, came back 14 pounds heavier. I want to say 15, but I think it was 14 because it always stuck out to me. Because uh, it was pina coladas on the cruise ship. Pina coladas and uh, that fucking Lido deck and you get the, the pizzas and whatever else. So I always make sure to maintain. Uh, through quarantine, I have probably gained at the most 8 pounds. But at the time it was needed because i got sick i got that stomach virus that's when we had to switch the schedule of the show and i lost like 10 15 pounds that week because i wasn't able to eat so i was like yeah let's, let's put this shit back on but i'm feeling good i'm moving i am active uh if you guys are following on instagram or twitter at real elijah underscore 5000 you're seeing the pictures of me and the dogs i love taking the boys out to walk in the morning when i can when it's not raining um, but since we have so much rain, it's either I'm mowing the grass or taking the dogs out. But now that we have established my daily habits, let's get into the show and let's go ahead and start with, uh, this guy. Now, one of the things that I love is the Tayo say segment, which is the character that we, uh, the black character that we honor. And one of this man's quotes is justice without a great cause begets nothing more than slaughter. However, the same slaughter in the name of a great cause is justice. This is Kaname Tosin, uh, the intimate God blues. Now he was the captain of the ninth division of the go to 13 until he betrayed soul society alongside Sasuke Aizen and Jin Ichimura. Uh, this betrayal put him at odds with his former best friends, uh, Komamaru, Komawa, I always fuck his name up, Komamura, uh, as well as his former lieutenant in the 9th Division, Hisagi. He formerly served as the 5th seat of the 9th Division under Muguruma. So, uh, if you guys have not watched Bleach, great fucking show. I uh, got to give a shout out to one of my friends. Uh, a lot of, well, actually, I just got to give a shout out to the Bleach community because a lot of Bleach fans have actually found a masterpiece that we've talked about since I think day one. It might have been one of the very first anime suggestions, or not even anime because it didn't get made into an anime, but manga suggestions I gave you guys was Zombie Powder. And I think when we revamped the show, I gave it as a recommendation again because that was the precursor to Bleach. Tight Kubo 
made that. It wasn't popular, so he talked to Akira Toriyama. Akira Toriyama told him to go ahead and do what he's passionate about, and then he did Bleach, which still plays on uh, life and death, souls, swords, shit like that, and the character aesthetics are badass. Uh, Ichigo's character, as well as Grimjaw and a couple other ones, are based off the main character on Zombie Powder. I would go ahead and pay your one uh, 99 a month for Viz Media and go ahead and read that manga there. Viz Media has a shit ton of manga. Uh, and let's go ahead and do that. So now we, we're, we're past how you say, let's go ahead and dive into what you guys should be reading. Let me see if I can just go ahead and pull up this picture somewhere because people have been hitting me up with this all day. Um, and I am, I don't, I'm torn because I don't like, I don't want to spoil myself. I don't, I'm not reviewing, you know, Dragon Ball Super at the capacity where I need to go ahead and get, um, what's up, Scott? He said, what's up, Elijah? Just swinging through to show some love. Thank you, sir. Um, but like I was saying, I'm not reviewing manga in the capacity where I need to get it as soon as I can, um, and, you know, do the reviews and put that, that information out. I have the podcast to do that weekly. So again, if you guys are listening, this podcast does record live Sundays, 4:30 PM central standard time. You can watch on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5,000 or at Facebook gaming, EJB gaming, that's edge B gaming. Um, just go there, follow uh, if you're watching on Facebook, type an exclamation notify and you'll get notified anytime I go live, whether I'm streaming video games or the podcast or the the, the buckety battles. But um, yeah, for for these these manga, I don't have to review at the capacity that I would if I was reviewing them strictly for that. But we've got a new uh, version of Vegeta. And like Monica, me and Monica were playing the other day. We were playing uh, Tekken 7, which I got to give a shout out to the Robinsons. The Robinson came through. They, uh, they played me in a couple of rounds. It, I think it was 16 wins for me to their three wins. Now, it, it is what it is. I've already made a declaration. If you guys want to see that full stream, the stream is up on the pages. I'll also be uh, doing clips of each match and posting that to YouTube later throughout the week. So make sure to check that out. Um but uh, yeah, yeah, there's not going to be the, the next Tekken match, which Buckety might jump into or we might do Dragon Ball Super that night is on Tuesday around 7 p.m. So stay tuned for that. But let me see if I can pull this, put this picture up. Boom, right there. That right there. Dragon Ball Super drops on the 20th. So this is not an official. This is an unofficial uh, scan of uh the manga for us but this is vegeta tapping into the god of destruction power now before we saw him using hakai which uh, completely destroys things but leading up to this battle the things that i have seen that i have been sent that have spoiled me is vegeta gets shot in the gut right there which you see through the saiyan uniform or his saiyan armor uh, he's bleeding and he's kind of smiling at Granola, telling him that that's not, you know, basically not his final form. And boom, and we get this Vegeta. So I'm excited. I'm waiting for this on the 20th. We got two more days for it to drop on Viz. Um, thank you guys for like, I'm, I'm, I'm upset, but I'm not upset that you kind of spoiled it. So it is what it is. But one thing that I talked to, uh, the Buckley about was the fact that Vegeta gets power ups that, defied the logic of Saiyan anatomy. We know that Saiyans have uh, stages, right? Goku's hit 
Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. And he even went to the Super Saiyan Ultra, which was Super Vegeta, which was Ultra Trunks. Uh, he said it wasn't effective, then got to Super Saiyan 2, then went to Super Saiyan 3, then we get Super Saiyan God, and then Super Saiyan Blue. Vegeta has gone Super Saiyan 1, Super Saiyan 2, and the Ultra in between. He skipped Super Saiyan 3, got to Super Saiyan God without using the help of other Saiyans, like the what the lore was or what they found out in uh, Battle of the Gods. And then he ascended Super Saiyan Blue but hasn't hit Ultra Instinct yet. And now he's getting into the God power, which is Hakai, because he's being trained by him. Uh, Beerus, which makes sense because he's always had like this unbalanced temper until he went to Yardrat and learned how to control that power, which he also has the power to manipulate um, like matter absorption, which is crazy. Goku has taken his uh, ascension past Blue to Ultra Instinct, which is a state and a technique, which if you want to find out more about that, check out Geekdom 101. He's broken down all the transformations. Uh, your number one source for the most accurate information. Um, I talk to Danny every now and then, and I, I listen to the shows and stuff, and he's he's got a lot of sources that he can tap that we don't have, so check that out. But I'm excited to see uh, what's next to happen in the Cerulean versus the Saiyan arc of the Granola arc in Dragon Ball Super. Steve says, I haven't gotten into anime, but my 11-year-old daughter has been uh, getting into it. She likes My Hero Academia. Do you have a couple recommendations for us to check out? If she likes uh, My Hero Academia and Shonen, I would definitely... I'll give you three recommendations. And I want to I want to make sure they're kind of unique. I would say check out um, if she likes that. Check out Hunter Hunter. Um, I always go old school, but if she doesn't want to go old school, check out the 2011 version, which I think is on Netflix. Um, Fairy Tale is another good one, and I'm gonna say try One Piece. One Piece, especially the way that they keep evolving their art as time goes on, especially this Wano arc. Wano arc has made people just jealous, but those are three that I give her Hunter Hunter, Fairy Tale, and One Piece. They're all within the same shonen category. They're all a little bit of different. It's not going to be Naruto or Dragon Ball or anything like that. Those three I think will be good, and then it would make it easier for her to go to Dragon Ball franchise, Yu Yu Hakusho, Trigun, things like that. So those are my recommendations. So this news just broke. Chainsaw Man creator debuts new one shot, Look Back Read. So if you don't know about Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man is getting ready to be made into an anime. Um, basically, it follows a poor guy. Um, he is basically stuck with this life debt. He sells his testicles and, and liver and goes hunting devils when he doesn't have the ability to. He has the help of a smaller demon, but really he shouldn't be doing it. But he's trying to pay off this life debt just so he could live a normal life. And so that is the creator that is doing this one shot. And it says, um, look back, special one shot, a huge 140 plus page one shot from Tatsuki Fujimoto, the creator of Chainsaw Man. When two students aspire to become manga artists, the past they choose change their lives forever. Read it free from the official source, which is shown in jump. This is amazing. Um, because this is like Bakuman. Now, if you don't remember that, me and me and Richard talked about that be, uh, that series because I watched it, and it's basically following two students 
that want to be manga artists. One, one wants to be an artist because his uncle was one. The other one wants to be a writer. And they're super gifted, super intelligent. Well, the one that wants to be a writer is intelligent. They, his family wants him to be a doctor. But he's like, no, I really enjoy manga. This is what I want to do. Um, this is the artwork for Look Back. These are the two students. And it looks like it's going to be taking two female leads this time instead of two male leads. So I'm all about that. Um, just to see what what they changed because the way that they took it for Bakuman was a route where they went through basically Shonen Jump. It's like you were trying to get serialized on Weekly Shonen Jump. They tell you how competitive it is, how you can join these different awards. Does your, your manga that you're creating actually uh, serialized for Shonen or is it Siren or should it be in the Shoujo magazine? And then you get different editors, how they work with their clients, how clients react. And it, it breaks it down to how to write storyboards, how to do the artwork, how to improve as an artist. So that is a recommendation for you guys. If you want to go into manga, that's one that, that as you know, we're writing manga here uh, within Black and Studios, within here at the, the Bailey Enterprises. So we're researching how to do all that stuff. Another great place, if you guys are also looking for it, um, Crescent Moon Comics. Check those guys out on Twitter, uh, Instagram. They are they have artists and, and comics and manga writers all throughout the 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 globe except for Australia. I think they're looking for people there. But this is look back. You can go to Shonen Jump's uh, Twitter and find out more about it. Just follow them. You'll get more information on it. And let's see. Uh, Hebrew said, what's up? What's up, Hebrew? Oh, the coming in with the email. This guy says, thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. She has mentioned Hunter Hunter before. We will start, uh, there next and I'll show her the other ones. Thanks again, buddy. No problem. Yeah. If you guys really want to check out some manga oriented anime and manga, Bakuman is great. And it seems like this one, I like the artwork in here, the style. So we're going to get a lot of background work, a lot of, a detail into how manga is made it seems just by the way that they're doing the art but next bit of news this this is exciting because everybody's been patiently waiting but um do i have a picture of it? yeah i do bam Jujutsu Kaisen manga to release on August 2nd after hiatus for health reasons. So creator, um, oh, this was uh, officially announced on the Twitter account for the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced that Friday that Gege Aku, Akutami's uh, Jujutsu Kaisen manga will return in this year's 35th issue, which will ship on August 2nd. The manga went on hiatus on, uh, in the 29th issue on June 21st due to poor health. Uh, Akutami had uh, said that the manga's hiatus will be around a month and assured fans that the health conditions will not be were not serious. Viz Media published the manga in English and it's described as um, in a world where demons feed on unsuspecting humans, fragments of the legendary and feared demon uh, Ryoma Sukuna were lost and scattered about. Should any demon consume Sukuna's body parts, the power they gain could destroy the world as we know it. Fortunately, there exists a mysterious school of jujutsu sorcerers who exist to protect the precarious existence of the living from the supernatural. And we follow our main character, Yuji Itadori, who is a high schooler gifted with like supernatural strength. Um, and then we also have some badasses like Gojo, Maki, and other characters that are either gifted physically in combat, kind of like Rock Lee, or in Cursed Jutsu. Next, in news... 
Uh, oh, yeah, this one. I, I don't know how many of you got. It's been a while since I talked about because when we first started the podcast, I was talking about it a lot. But if you have not watched the anime Prince of Tennis or read the manga, it has gone into several chapters. They have OVAs. But Funimation streams the Prince of Tennis 2, Hayote uh, versus Rikaki, Game of the Future, anime's English dub on July 15th. Um, so that means it's already released now because we're uh, taping this live July t- uh, 18th. But Funimation announced on Wednesday that it will be uh, or it will begin streaming the English dub of the Prince of Tennis anime franchise, including this year's two part uh, Prince of Tennis 2, Hayote and Rikaki Game of the Future, the new Prince of Tennis's uh, original video animation, a.k.a. the OVA project. On Thursday, Funimation will stream Spanish and Portuguese dubs for the OVAs in August, and it will stream the anime with Spanish and Portuguese subtitles. Um, this ti- this article comes from uh, Anime News Network. Uh, again, it dropped on the 14th. You guys can check it out there. They have the entire English dub for uh, the entire English dub cast uh, for you to see there. Um, but the Prince of Tennis basically follows Rayoma Etchison, who is the son of a famed uh, tennis player, uh, a.k.a. called the Samurai. He retired mysteriously at the height of his career, and nobody knows why. Apparently, it was to raise his son. Rayoma goes to school as a freshman, beating everybody's ass from street thugs to actual tennis club pros to make his spot on the team and then you follow his progression there because there's still something left to learn for the kid that knows it all in tennis check out the apprentice of tennis um and i I like the the fact that they're bringing the whole category uh to funimation funimation needs more um catalogs in their categories uh sony urges users to set up two-step verification following playstation network hacking reports this also comes from anime news network on the 14th sony announced uh last wednesday that it was or it has received many reports from users who have had their playstation network accounts hacked the company is urging users to set up two-step verification in order to protect their accounts sony did not indicate that any of its official accounts were hacked last week the company had asked users who were purchasing a uh, PS Plus subscription to make sure they were not instead purchasing a PlayStation Now subscription by mistake. Um, and then the PlayStation 5, is it just it retail price for $99.99 or $399.99 for the digital version. Uh, if you're using electronics, always set up your two-step verification. Motherfuckers are just real fucking finicky. They try to get you shit, and, and they don't... And we don't need that. Um, we have two more news articles before we go into anime and manga of the month. Um, do I? I don't have it now. But uh, what we're going to do, let's take a quick pause for the cause. We'll be right back because I want to slide in this commercial break. But before we go to that commercial break, I want to talk about my good friends. And let me make sure. Let's uh, let's make this big enough for you guys to to see. Boom. I want to talk about our friends and our sponsors um, and our host, Podbeam. Podbeam Storytelling Podcast Week starts July 21st, which is a Wednesday, to Sunday, July 25th of 2021. I will be on a panel on July 24th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time talking about fandom and fiction. You can go to the links that I have put up on any of my social media pages pinned to the top on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Elijah Bailey Show without the W on the N. And once you go to that link, 
type in promo code blacken and you will get a free e-ticket so that way you can join not only my panel but more panels um, that are going to be during the storytelling podcasting week at podbeam remember go to the description click on the link or copy and paste it put in your browser go type in our promo code blacken and then you will get a free e-ticket to where you can join us on the week of the storytelling podcast week and see all the amazing shit that's going down because we're gonna have a lot of a lot of guests a lot of speakers from a lot of different podcasts it looks amazing if you go and look at the twitter now and the instagram they have posted day by day the different panels that are going to happen so make sure to check that out but let's take a pause for the cause and we'll be right back with this amazing episode of elijah bailey's show aka the bailey bugle episode 276 we'll be right back If you're a ninja, being seen can be a problem, especially if you're seen wearing subpar footwear. Make sure to visit Shinobi Sandals to make sure if you're seen, you're seen in style. Need a magic sword? Stylish new threads? Access to a video game before it comes out or to fall in love? It can all be yours. Give us a ring at Gotta Goddess where we can provide you with your very own goddess, fully equipped with one no-strings-attached wish. Call today and use magic word gag to get a discount on your first wish to be fulfilled. Side effects may but are not excluded to death, dismemberment, disorientation, irritable bowel syndrome, headaches, nose aches, toothaches, and addiction to anime, falling in love with the wrong person and more. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're back, we're back. Let's stop into it. I told you it's going to be a quick show. This is the Bailey Bugle. You got to over-exaggerate the mouth movements. But no, this is the Bailey Bugle. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, oh, shit, I forgot. I had a picture for you guys. Now, if you don't know Jolene, Jolene, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 8, JoJolian, Manga ends in August. Manga's eighth part debuted in May 2011. So Hirohiko Arakai announced on Twitter on Thursday that his JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 8 manga will end in this year's September issue uh, on the weekly Shonen Ultra Jump magazine, which will ship on August 19th. The manga debuted on the Ultra Jump in May 2011. The manga's 26 uh, compiled book volume shipped in May 19th. On May 19th, um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure debuted the manga in the Weekly Shonen Jump in 1987. The manga transferred to Ultra Jump in 2005. The manga currently consists of eight parts, each of which follows a character whose name can be shortened to jojo the first part is also known as phantom blood and the ninth part is titled jojolian the variation part uh, the various parts feature reoccurring characters and connected storylines if you guys have not checked out jojo's bizarre adventure i know that at least the first i know that at least the first three maybe the first four seasons are up on netflix now and you follow the storyline as it said of the family of the Joe stars, Jonathan, Joe star, Joseph, Joe star, Jotaro, Kujo, everybody's nickname is Jojo. And it goes from there. Uh, amazingly funny, just stupid ass show. Very stylized. That's where we get all the poses from. Everybody's posing. You get the uh, amazing music. Um, like 
it is the modern day version of Cowboy Bebop as far as how music is composed and drives the show forward. What's up, D? He said, my guy, what's up, what's up sir? Thank you for joining me for today's uh, Bailey Bugle podcast. But that is it for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Last but not least, I don't have a picture for this, but if you guys have uh, Disney+, Plus, you guys have probably already seen it. If you paid the extra money for the premium, if not, it's not coming out until October, but a Black Widow has coming out. Uh, I think it grossed a over or just above eighty million dollars, which puts it in between like uh, fuck. I don't know. I can't even remember what it puts it uh, between, like a Thor film and then one other film. But it did really well. Um, what I've heard is it ties together the MCU, which we already know. But let's go ahead and dive into what I do know, which piggybacks on the back of Black Widow. Loki. Now, I told you we're not going to talk too much about it because I'm going to have Buck on the show. Me and Buck are going to go ahead and talk about the last two episodes that he's catching up on because it did, it ended this past week. Uh, we do know we're getting a season two of Loki, but basically we everything has been made canon. That's what I can say. Everything has been made canon now. Um, and that's been implied. The things that we've heard from Kevin Feige is what I will go over, and then the actual show I'll talk about next week. Um, what we've heard is um, when we go back to Scarlet Witch and Vision for WandaVision, the reason the show has changed so much is because Benedict Cumberbatch's um, parts in the show, which really were the commercials, he was trying to tap in to Wanda's universe to communicate her and get her to work up, wake up because he knew somebody was manipulating her. That got cut up because COVID happened, couldn't travel, couldn't do all the stuff that we needed to do, and it, it it just had to be rewritten. So that changed, but what happened on the back end is at the end of, uh, not even at the end of Loki, this happened a few weeks ago, but Wanda at the very end credit scene the forest line or the tree line near the lake changed due to something that happened in Loki. So now with all these storylines and everything becoming canon now, I want to see what happens in other versions of past movies, and which I'm going back and watching to see if Marvel's changed anything. But since there's so much, we know that Kevin Feige said they will tell us where to look in the direction where there could be changes for upcoming films. Um, what else has been said? Uh, I, we do know that, um, what was a good tie in for Loki? That's not going to spoil anything. Ah, the director said that the, the character that we saw, which you guys have probably seen now, which is Kang is not actually Kang. It is he who remains, which are two different characters in the comics, which basically, um, cause I think the cane that they were basing he who remains off of was like the most peaceful version of Kang. Um, but he was also disheveled and broken cause he had seen everything. He lived to the end of time, blah, blah, blah. Um, not going to spoil any, anything else, but, uh, there's a lot of different deals. There's, there's a battle scene between, uh, Loki and Throg, the frog Thor. Um, there was, a different scene for Loki and Sylvie. There's an alternate ending. Um, there's just so much stuff to go into. There's so many things that are set up. Uh, the, the I think we are getting a... Uh, let me see. Let me pull up this news. There's so many things that have come up. 
Mm, Galactus was kind of teased. Uh, and I want to say that was because of different variations of things that happened. This also opens the door for some of the stuff that happened in the Spider-Verse, the animated films, to to join us now. Um but let's go ahead and jump off Loki because anything else I say, I'm going to spoil it. Last but not least, uh, let me head over to Anime News Network. This came up. Uh, One Piece manga tops $490 million in circulation worldwide. Now, the reason I say this is because I already told y'all to check out the artwork, to check out the anime right now. The manga, the 100 uh, or 1019 chapter came out today. It's it beautiful. Frankie coming in clutch. We're getting to see so much uh, payback and so much payoff for the Straw Hat Pirates. But the anime kind of caught up to how we're feeling now in the manga. But um, Oda's One Piece manga has surpassed 490 million copies in circulation worldwide as of Monday. That includes over 400 million in Japan and 90 million in at least 57 countries and regions overseas. The 490 million is uh, for copies in circulation that are not necessarily all sold and are not copies printed and sold. The number is not a sales statistic. Um, this also kind of ties into what happened a few weeks earlier that there's getting ready to be a crossover, which uh, was posted on their official Twitter page between where's Waldo and one piece. There's getting ready to be like a crossover manga. The manga is commemorating its hundredth volume, uh, which will ship on September 3rd with several projects. One is the, Kibo Discovery Project, a collaboration between One Piece's publisher and the uh, Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency and the interactive production company Bascule. The project will uh, challenge people to spread hope throughout the world by venturing into space. Kibo, or Hope, is the name of Japan's module uh, of the International Space Station, as well as the video communication system between ISS and Earth. Uh, this picture is kind of cool because it shows Luffy in a... Oh, shit, it won't let me do it. It shows Luffy in a spaceship kind of giving the nods off. And this one, this news article just dropped, so if you go over to Anime News Network now, it's going to be at the very at the very top, so you guys will see it. Um, other commemorative projects include the Where's Waldo crossover, a voice comic of Oda's one-shot manga Monsters, an interview between the cast members of Luffy and two more ship captains, a reader mail-away offer for figures, the third uh, Shikoki no Sanji spinoff chapter. Um, yeah, the Shokugeki no Sanji is where it's a crossover between One Piece and um, Food Wars. And then a new streaming program on the franchise's YouTube channel, the free for a limited time release of the ninety, the first 90 volumes and the third One Piece Knowledge King Test. Um, Oda began serializing One Piece manga in the Weekly Shonen Jump on July 19th, 1997. The 57th volume had the first printing of 3 million copies, a national industry record on March 2010. The 67th volume had the first printing of point. 5 million copies and a new national industry record on August 2012. The manga won the 41st Japanese Cartoonist Awards in 2012 and set Guinness World Record in 2015 for the most copies published for the same comic series by a single author. As of 2020, the manga had 390 million copies in circulation in Japan and 80 million copies uh, you know, in global circulation over 42 countries. And today, as you guys have heard, 490 million copies 
over 90 million in circulation for 57 countries. This is where One Piece is. So just to give them, give them, give them their flowers. You know, it's it's deserved. Like I'm never watching One Piece. I'm never doing this. Well, it's doing something well. Give them their flowers. And let's go ahead and dive into one of my favorite topics. Um, somebody got tuned onto this last night, which I was like, okay, this is good. I'm glad that somebody's liking the advice that's being given. But bam, anime of the month. These are clips from Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers, uh, you can find it on Crunchyroll or VRV right now. <clears throat> also, uh, Takamichi Hanagaki is a freelancer that reached the absolute pits of hell and despair in his life. He finds out the only girlfriend he ever had in middle school, Hinata Tachibana, had been killed by the ruthless Tokyo Maji gang. So, in a fit of rage, trying to get revenge on his former life because no matter what he does, Hinata always dies in the future, even though he goes back to the past to change it. He bows to take over Tomen and the Tokyo Majin gang and take them down to get his revenge, Tokyo Revengers. And this is cool because it's delinquents, it's fights, it's battles, it's, it's sassiness, teenage angst. I love it. You guys will love it. Tokyo Revengers, again, you can find it on Crunchyroll VRV. Manga of the month is We Never Learn, also known as Bokuden. Um, illustrated and written by Taishi uh, Sutsu. The series follows Nariyuki, uh, a high school student tasked with tutoring three female geniuses as they start to gradually develop romantic feelings for each other. This is a uh, funny comedy of slice of life manga that was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine in February 2017 to December 2020. There is an anime version of this, and you can find this on Viz media what happens when the worlds of tutoring and crushes collide you get teenage uh, romances that blossom uh, very funny uh, a lot of hyperactive comedy and then they do slow down and get into you know the the cutesy type of bashful uh, love stuff than the overt like I can't do that I've never had a girlfriend before I've never had a boyfriend comedy to actually hitting things at the core uh, how to find love and what happens between these three or these four. But that is it for today's show. That has been the Bailey Bugle. Thank you guys for joining me next week. Um, yeah, I got to look at the calendar. Yeah. Uh, next week, the Buckety will be here. We're going to cover Dragon Ball Super Chapter 74. Where we dive into more of Vegeta's God of Destruction Power. We'll go into the season finale of Loki uh, and talk about what that means for season two. And we will dive into anime that we have been watching because there's a lot that we've been watching. There's a lot to talk about. But thank you guys for joining me today. I'm Elijah 5000. Make sure to join me July 24th um, over there at the Storytelling Podcast uh, Week. Remember the links in the description, whether you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you can click that link or copy and paste it. Go there, put a promo code black and boom, you're sitting in the seats watching me on the panel with fellow panelists, panelists, uh, pod, uh, panelists, uh, fellow podcasters sitting there talking about our fandoms and fiction. 
Uh, make sure to follow not only this podcast, but my other podcast, a little bit of anime and all the podcasts from black and studios at black com or anywhere on social media at black and studios, uh, subscribe, rate and review, add us to your playlist. The podcast drops Thursday, every Thursday, everywhere. Apple podcast, Podbeam, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify. If there is a place that you listen to podcasts that we're not there, let us know and we will be there. Boom. Like the genie just magic. Uh, what else? Oh, the Buckety Battles. We were playing Dragon Ball uh, Fighters. Not only that, but Naruto Shippuden, um, Ultimate Ender Storm, Jump Force, Tekken 7, like anything that we can fight in. Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Come join us here, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or at Edge B Gaming on Facebook. Also check out AOS Podcast and Stone 812 And then oh, there's another streamer that is coming and be ready for her because she's got some shit she's going to play for you. But that is it for today's show. I don't think there's anything else I can, can beseech of you. Uh, just have fun. Have a great day. Hopefully that I gave you some, uh, gave you some things to think about, gave you some things to, to be fascinated about, to enjoy. Um, and if you guys tell it, okay, this is, this is the next thing that I know that we're going to do. Give us your top two, because this is going to be hard. I want it to be hard on you. Give us your top two anime battles of all time. Because I think we're going to break those down um, with this new segment I'm thinking of. Uh, but there's a lot out there. Uh, give us your top two. We're going to tell you where it lies in place of our ranking. And then we'll keep talking about it. But I'm Elijah 5000, a.k.a. your reporter for the day for the Bailey Bugle. And that is it. I will catch your ass in the next podcast. I'm out. Thank you so much for downloading the show. Monica and I appreciate it so much. You could have downloaded it from blackandstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, wherever it is, but continue to show your love and support for downloading the show and then also share it with your friends. Watch us live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 and follow there on Sundays.